Welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 40 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from his Twitch streams or as the chief fact checker for Kind of Funny Games Daily. He's a Corgi enthusiast, a virtual Disney tour guide, and he may or may not be an actual nanobiologist. It's Mick Abramson, a.k.a. the nanobiologist. Hello, guys. Hello. Feels different being on the other side of all this. <laughs> <laughs> it feels different for you being on the diff- on, on the other side of this, but it also feels strange because all three of us play Fortnite together a lot, and so it's like yeah, it's like we're just we're just doing that, but without the Fortnite right now, bullshitting without a controller in front of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, me guys don't have a controller in your hands right now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can grab one if that would make this better. Like that's I how I manipulate right the robot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is video games, but hold the Fortnite, but. This is not a podcast about Fortnite unless we end up making it about Fortnite. (laughs) This is a podcast uh, where a robot makes his video games, so it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never-before-seen game. My game today, at first blush, looked like a bad idea, but I thought about it a good idea to have with the bad idea. This is a Metroid game that is a sports management sim, but it is a Nintendo Labo kit. So do you guys remember the very bad Metroid game that everybody hated for 3DS called Federation Force? Yes, I yes. do. Yeah. And they had a sport called Blast Ball. Oh, shit. Okay, are we managing a Blast Ball team? I think, good. I think we good, are. Good, good. So okay. for, for people that don't know, there was a 3DS game, uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. Boy, was it a stinker. Yeah, no, it was, it was a big, big, big turd. What happened with that game was at a Nintendo um, championship, they were like, all right, everybody's going to play, you know, blast ball together. And everyone was like, all right, fine. And it looked okay. <laughs> and then at, and then I think the next day on like the Treehouse stream on E3, they were like, and this is our new Metroid game. And it's like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> you did a big stinky poopy. <laughs> the angle I'm going with this is like, what if you are maybe you're Samus, maybe you're not Samus, mm-hmm. but you are the coach of like uh, blast ball, which is not the biggest sport in the world in the world of Metroid. Like, yeah. Maybe maybe it is akin to like um, like racquetball or like professional badminton. Yeah, I'm thinking like kind of like a slam ball level of notoriety here. Slam ball's very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, you're definitely going to be bringing the energy of somebody who says, well, actually, it's the fastest growing sport in the nation or 100%. whatever. <laughs> like the people that say that soccer is the biggest sport in, the, in, in like America right now when it is like not, even though it's great. <laughs> exactly so um and it's going to be a labo kit and if you don't know labo is a bunch of cardboard that nintendo wanted you to fold up into uh toys to make and it was it was pretty novel and pretty cool but uh the 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 hardcore gamers didn't like that one either <laughs> um so mick where do you think we could go with a sports management sim in this so you're like you're maybe not controlling the characters but you are like the coach see what if we add some story to it as well where it's mm-hmm. Before Other M, and it's like Samus's college days. Okay, Ooh. okay. So it's her playing sports, figuring out what she wants to do, finding herself in that way. Before we get into Other M, which everyone wants to forget. Right. 
So it's her like trying out all these different sports where mm. she can unlock different pathways and unlock certain abilities. And there's different, co- like you can coach her in all these different areas. Like you're kind of like, I guess her personal trainer helping her on these different teams. Okay. Or Adam, that that guy that was giving her the commands in, in um, Other M and uh, Fusion. Do we want to make this something kind of like the, like the recent... EA sports titles like FIFA and Madden have like a single player like story focused thing but instead of you actually playing as Samus you are playing as like her personal trainer or her coach and like kind of Mm -hmm. guiding her through like maybe she does like really get into blast ball like she tries like she tries to join the fucking uh university blast ball team and gets this giant mech which you know is probably great funding wise for a university but that's neither here nor there um (laughs) and maybe you're like kind of coaching her and like advising her on that kind of a thing so it's 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 not so much as you are like managing an entire team like we could totally have that like totally be like this could just be the madden of blast ball um (laughs) just a sentence i just said uh where you could you have that like central story of Samus's upbringing, but also maybe there's just multiplayer games where you do have like your ultimate blast ball team where maybe somebody's just fucking meta Ridley. Ultimate, ultimate team where it's meta Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> meta Ridley just ripping a mech apart. Yeah. Just like in all the other Metroid games that you can only ever have like five characters that people know about, right? It's like Samus and Ridley and Kraid and that's it. Did we just make blast ball kind of cool? We did. And, and since, <laughs> since uh, Mick, you said that, this is in Samus's college days. This is uh, like she's figuring out what she wants, like her major to be. So this is mm-hmm. Metroid other major now, I guess. <laughs> See, I was what... thinking Metroid Morph Ball because like Met- all different types Ooh. of ball games she's playing yeah. and different types yeah. of sports. I like that. Metroid Metroid Morph Ball, like Morph Ball Championship or something like that. Um, yeah. So how are we going to bring uh labo into this so one of the things we could do is have it be like you know you're gonna make yourself like a like a varia suit out of cardboard (laughs) um just some just a corrugated suit um or it could be like i'm just gonna make a helmet and i'm gonna have the screen there and it's sort Mm -hmm. of like a you know those crappy that's what the vr kits used for yeah 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 (laughs) or they just give you a thing of just pure cardboard there's no cutouts in it you just take the controls on the side. It's like those signs they hold up in soccer or football. I tell you the place. So they're just selling you just a thing of cardboard, just like a blank piece of cardboard. That the Labo kit's just cardboard and a marker. Yeah. <laughs> this could be this could be um, Metroid Red Card or something like that. And like the the card the card some of the Labo stuff that you do with the cardboard is like you 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 like hold up the whatever soccer thing the red card is and then yeah. they get a they then they go to gamer jail or whatever happens in that sport <laughs> is this going to be something that you can just play forever sort of like a madden game or is this going to have like a specific plot and story and and ending or as i'm thinking about it what if this is also sort of like um oh what's that movie from dust till dawn where it starts out as like one movie and then halfway through it's like and now there's vampires <laughs> what if it starts out as a sports management sim and then like halfway through your university gets attacked by space pirates and mm. now you oh. have nothing but you have nothing but the uh blast ball suit yeah. that you're in and you have to take down i don't know like tennis ridley and <laughs> i'll raise you one better though where it's like okay. persona where okay. you know how well you, you do got in the me sports, you got me what's up however you, while you do in the sports whatever sport you play it changes your combat abilities Good. so when you do get in the second half of the game when the space pirates show up 
you are either like super fast and quick dodge if you play mm-hmm. like a more cardio based sport or it's like you're just super strong and you can just like punch through yeah. space pirates. Yeah. So maybe maybe like a little bit less persona, a little bit more like Fire Emblem Three Houses in that yeah. like you spend time doing these certain activities and it like raises these particular stats and then halfway through the game, some shit goes down and then you just kind of go with God on whatever the fuck is happening out there right now. This is sort of the, can I spoil Red Dead Redemption 2? It's been out for over a year. I mean, I'm not going to play it. So spoilers for Red Dead Redemption 2. Just for this goof, but like this is the inverse of Red Dead Redemption 2 where in the in halfway point in this game, you get, you know, more powerful and you get to go on an adventure. Yeah. Whereas in Red Dead Redemption 2, halfway through, I think you get tuberculosis and start to die and you can't run anymore. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be the inverse of that, but the, the more empowering thing. This is going to be, this is, this is sort of the same experience as like somebody that was at Hogwarts and was like into to uh quidditch and then halfway through like their their sixth year or whatever voldemort is just back yeah (laughs) you have to be in the wizarding army now you cannot just be a sports star isn't that literally just the plot of those movies kind of seven yeah yeah this also doesn't ruin like the the metroid lore right Right, like you can you can slot this in and it it gives you further explanation as to why samus in particular is a badass is because she took down tennis ridley with just a just a blast ball suit or whatever sure sure. (laughs) and like she'll have like or or maybe it's like you know she's just got like the football pads but it looks like the varia suit that's also very funny yeah like maybe that's where she gets the idea for building the varia suit is because it's just what her (laughs) college sports uniform was (laughs) i was raised by uh like alien bird wizards and i think i can take this football thing and combine it with the alien bird wizard technology (laughs) the the lore for metroid is so wild um okay cool so maybe you have in the beginning maybe you have like a a rival as well like i'm Mm -hmm. thinking like cam you said three houses and it's like you can choose like the trajectory of like your college sports career as samus yeah maybe Um, it's maybe there's like another school that's in a nearby town and like you guys are like always destined rivals what if it's like your rival is like one of the other bounty hunters you face off against in Metroid Prime Three, like some okay. of their yeah. species. Okay, yeah, yeah. One wasn't one of them like made out of gas or something. Yeah, I don't totally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look that up because I thought that shit was fascinating honestly cool so you're gonna have like these it's gonna explain you know relationships that show up in in further metroid titles and it's going to uh flesh out the world which i think as a metroid fan i want that world to be fleshed out i want to know like metroid lore fucks it's so good it's so good like no wonder this bounty hunter is an asshole to samus because she was an asshole to him and college yeah, totally she just, she just kept on kicking his ass yeah she yeah. went hard in the paint and made him fucking eat shit one yeah, time she fucking ball. like tripped up trace playing basketball or some shit <laughs> that's very good i like that a lot okay oh, these so, bounty hunters are so cool looking i just really want to get that out there mm-hmm. trace is like a fucking <laughs> red needly thing and i fucking love it there's different power-ups that you can get in metroid obviously like is the screw attack gonna be like a certain kind of like kick or pitch or whatever in this mm-hmm. game or is it gonna be like that's if you go do track and fields or gymnastics <laughs> you just fucking shoot the shot put out of your arm <laughs> <laughs> yeah just put it in the arm cannon and then just like <laughs> That's cool. It's somebody that's, you know, scrappy like uh, Samus Metroid, (laughs) she who's who was orphaned at a young age. And like I said, raised by alien bird wizards Mm -hmm. um, and then went to school, I guess (laughs) she um, she's scrappy as all hell. She's a survivor. 
And so when stuff goes down, she's like, I will not, not again. I will not have my life, mm-hmm. you know, turned upside down again. I'm going to take what's around and I'm going to, I'm going to go after the people that are threatening my, my way of life. I'll even save my rival or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can have moments like that. Um, I think we made a good game except for the Labo part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Labo part being just cardboard is very funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> we could also integrate where like at the end of it, there's also like a gun kit. So you make yourself a... Same as blaster arm. You could, oh, yes. I love that, actually. Ooh, that's actually very good for like the Labo kit from the beginning is like you hold on to like the Joy-Con and then you build something around it. And depending mm-hmm. on what you do, like in Metroid Prime, the different symbols for what uh, beam you use yeah. is like a different hand like configuration within her suit. Which I thought was the coolest shit, honestly. Yeah, I tried to memorize them and stuff like that and be like, this is ice beam or whatever. Why am like, I not more into Metroid? Metroid's dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Maybe how you position the Joy-Con on top of your arm is depending on like what that capability is or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or you have like the fuck. Joy-Con in your hand inside the arm and whatever button you're holding down while you're yeah. doing something. That'd be great. Fuck. This sounds so cool. Fuck. Yeah. I'm okay. Mad we now. did a good one. That's Damn like it. minimally. <laughs> the only joke now is tennis Ridley. <laughs> I, I love the idea of, of Ridley in like little tennis shorts and like oh a sweatband <laughs> on his head. I was actually about to ask like, can somebody make fan art of Ridley wearing a tennis outfit? <laughs> is Ridley just the Waluigi of the Samus universe or? Well, Chain Chomp, Chain Chomp plays tennis, yeah. right? Chain Chomp does play tennis. Chain Chomp does so play can't tennis. like Ridley's tail be the tennis racket or holding the tennis racket? Good. So it's like it's like little arms, like it swings its tail around to the tennis ball. Maybe his like special move is he like fucking shoots the ball out of his mouth like a fire blast and smash. That's very good. Well, I don't think that we can put Ridley in this game because he's too big, you guys. I don't think <laughs> Shut we the can. fuck up, man. <laughs> I don't think we can put Ridley Shut in here. Shut the fuck he's, up. The, I'm in awe of the size of this lad. This is space um, college. Anything can happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all about experimentation. It, yeah, what is the name of this this game, which is actually pretty good? I'm thinking like a Chozo University or something. Well, see, she went to like... Uh, yeah. Well, actually, she went to the Federation. Okay, all right, all um, right. It could be something like bend it like Morph Ball. I don't know. <laughs> bend it like Aaron. Bend it like, yeah, bend it mm. like Aaron is pretty good. How about just Metroid Federation Academy? Okay, Metroid Federation Academy is pretty good because it it sets up, you know, the idea that we're in college. Um, you're going to start out, you're going to be, Her you know, Metroid playing Grid oh, Iron. I got it. <laughs> oh, what's up? Ooh. Metroid federation world cup metroid federation world cup is gonna be a game i'm sad that doesn't exist because i want to have backstory on samus in a way that isn't done horribly and i want a game that has a cool gameplay twist halfway through right right? this is Mm -hmm. it's such a cool idea to be like and then the shit went down it's like oh shit okay um so perfect we made a perfect game so now we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new never before seen game And we are back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never-before-seen game. Cam, hit it. All right, this time around, we have a Castlevania game uh, that is in the style of Dead by Daylight, but it requires the Rencon controller. Okay, 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 okay. Fun fact, Mm. similar to Metroid, I've never played a Castlevania game. The idea that I'm getting is... Like maybe maybe it could just be like something very simple. Like I, I've seen the first like couple of episodes of the Castlevania show on Netflix, and so mm-hmm. I know that like that first couple of episodes, shit pops off, tons of people die. Maybe 
uh, like Dracula or like each of the particular different bosses that are like historically known in as being in the Castlevania franchise are fucking like you are townspeople. You're trying to get the fuck out of there. Uh, and okay. they are just like, like you are just doing the best you can. You're a regular person. Maybe you're like just above that. So you can like fight back a little bit, but nowhere near enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just you're trying to get out of there or find a way to maybe like kill time until like the Belmonts arrive or something. Are we keeping this 3D or 2D? Uh, it, it, whatever we want to do. But... 2D sounds really interesting. Mm, yeah, 2D asymmetrical multiplayer is, is yeah. wild. And are we also keeping the leg strap on with the ring con? Yes. You know, the, like Ring Fit Adventure, you had that, that mm-hmm. leg strap on so you can actually run around. Right, right. Here's, here's, my, here's my proposal. Okay. You undo the leg strap. You hold the the leg strap, and that's your whip that you Ooh, use. Okay, <laughs> I don't hate that. Actually, we're busting we're busting TVs. Busting makes me feel good. Um, so, like Dead by Daylight, you can't really fight back against the monsters. Yeah, especially you, if you're going through like the villager approach. Yeah, yeah and in this game, you're not going to be the one with the whip anyhow. It was mm-hmm. more of just a goof. But yeah, in my favorite Castlevania game, uh, Rondo of Blood. Um, the the whole intro is demons and ghouls and and goblins and and what have you are destroying the city. And then at some point, you know, a skeleton is going to go attack a lady and then the whip goes through his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Richter Belmont is here to save the day. I think this is literally that like this game just is that scenario where you are townsfolk running away from Dracula, death, shaft, Frankenstein, a big bat, um, Medusa, Medusa heads. Yep. Um, Maybe kid Dracula because fuck it. Ooh, Kid Dracula is very good. Kid Dracula is like apparently canonical and like way in the future. Yeah, sure. Hmm. All right. Castlevania is wild from what I understand. Google Kid Dracula if you guys don't know about that. It's it is it's the most wild shit in the world. But you are and oh, I guess we should explain Dead by Daylight is an asynchronous multiplayer game where one person plays as a monster mm-hmm. and there are other people that play as just regular ass folk. Yeah, and they have like a lot of crossover with a lot of modern horror properties. It's really yeah. just like you are trying to solve objectives while a character that is like a horror movie monster is trying to kill all of you, essentially. Yeah. So we've made this in addition to Ring Fit Adventure, but it's like a horror game version of it. Mm. Ooh. So like to run away, you actually need to jog in place, to hide yeah. the bush, you need to squat down. Yeah. I'm tr- I've been trying to think of a circular weapon or something that you can make the ring con uh do like maybe maybe you like hold it up as like maybe you just have this really shitty shield that can intercept you're like, hugging your you're hugging your family to you because <laughs> you're about to die and you're using the app guard from ring oh Fit. that is fucked up <laughs> that's when you open the nintendo phone app to talk to them yeah exactly <laughs> i like the idea of maybe you have some sort of like shitty plank of wood that is your shield and you can like basically take like three or four hits like scot-free by holding that up at the right mm. time oh, but eventually yeah. it breaks yeah um yeah depending on who who, what monster you're you're dealing with and like maybe if it's medusa if like maybe there is some way that you can actually like it's very hard to pull off but uh you can actually like defeat the monsters and maybe for holding up a mirror yeah you hold up a mirror and it looks at medusa and kills her or something Mm -hmm. like that fuck that's that rules too yeah um i don't know if in dead by daylight do you know what the monster you're playing against is doesn't announce it no okay and but they're mostly they're mostly like the same mechanically, right? No, they're actually all very different. Like there's some that's oh, like really? a wraith, there's some, one that is like a witch, and they can put down symbols in the ground. And if someone gets near them, it pops up. And if you okay. want, you can switch between whoever you are and that symbol. That's cool to cool. attack them. 
They have some actual horror guys. I know they they brought in. They had a crossover. I think with uh, was it Halloween? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, they did. Gotcha. Yeah, they've been killing the licensing game lately. Honestly, yeah. this is going to be pretty similar to that. Um, mm-hmm. in in that you're going to be a bunch of people and you don't know what the monster is going to be until, um, one of your friends like turns around and is turned into stone and then they're just yeah, fucking like, done. You don't know or, until point of contact. Yeah, or like death from uh castlevania rondo of blood is the coolest looking shit in the world he has like two forms one of them is like a like a skeleton that wears a giant cloak and has a scythe of course and mm-hmm. floats but the other one is like he's just a samurai uh, <laughs> with, yo, with a scythe yo holy fuck that's rad yeah. i need to play this that's game you fight you fight him at the top of a uh um, the mast of a sailboat what um, the fuck yeah why it, didn't you tell me about this I, I've been telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania Rondo of Blood absolutely fucks. You can get it on your PS4. Um, or if you go back in time, you can get it on your Wii. Shaft is, is, one, is one of the famous uh, bosses in Castlevania. Mm-hmm. And one of his things is he has, like, orbs. And, like, I think in... If I'm remembering correctly, if you break one of the orbs in one of the other hidden boss fights, then he dies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, like, how to beat one of them is, like, you have to go to the castle and, like break the the sort of like stabbing stabbing davy jones's heart in the little thing yeah, and davy yeah. jones dies that could be a way to do things i love the medusa idea i really like the idea of there just being one map like it's just a really large map and you are just kind of set loose on there and it, like maybe it's like a town the town outside of like the castle or something and yeah. you can do like everything is always going to be the same similar to kind of like your typical battle royale stuff where Mm -hmm. everything is always going to be in the same 100 vampires fall out of a plane (laughs) (laughs) but like the idea of you don't know what boss is there until you run into it and you have to improvise with what you know is on the map kind of like a hitman in a way where everything is like always the same thing systems run like clockwork things like that and you just have to improvise to try and overcome this thing what target is more elusive than Dracula? <laughs> that is true. He doesn't die forever, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, and you have to wait around, and, like, de- maybe depending on who shows up to rescue you, mm-hmm. like, it's not an instant win, it's just... It, it's almost like getting your ultimate in, in Overwatch, where it's like, this is this is where the tables can turn. It's like, okay, cool, this person's here, and they can help you, but you've still got to do your fucking job. Or it's like Friday the 13th, when you do get... Yes. Somebody shows up with a gun. Yeah, totally. And... There's like, uh, if you're certain villagers, you can, um, there's certain one mechanics. Like you said, there's a mirror on the map. There's maybe a vampire slaying kit somewhere on the map that you need to find mm-hmm. hidden in like a drawer or under somebody's bed. The wild thing about Castlevania, which is the name of the castle that Dracula lives in, mm-hmm. is the the castle shows up. It mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not always there. Um, the castle like appears somewhere. And so... I love the idea of like the map stays the same, but where the castle shows up is Ooh, different. I like that. Yeah. Along with like, you know, the it'll have they'll have minions that you can take out probably. But mm-hmm. so uh, actually what I was working up to with depending on who rescues you, I think her name is Maria Belmont. She ha- she uses like mm-hmm. birds to attack and animals and stuff to attack in, in Rondo of Blood. Um, so her showing up, mm-hmm. she's still a lot of help, but she's not as tanky as Richter sure, Belmont. Yeah. Um, or maybe Alucard shows up and, you know, he's got his he's got a sword and stuff like that. Or maybe it's the the monk or whatever from Castlevania three. This sounds fucking rad. Fuck. Yeah. Your <laughs> your your character dies like 
say you're playing four on one, right? And one of your people die. Mm -hmm. Maybe them being dead means that they can control that that random uh, hero yeah. that shows up. And then that's how you turn the tables. It's still going to be a hard fight because like yeah. Castlevania bosses are notoriously very difficult. Maybe instead of you just being helpless civilians, maybe you are just rookie, rookie vampire hunters. Okay, you're John. You're Johnny Belmont. <laughs> so, like you, like you are just like no name vampire hunters. Like you are just like trying to make your name for yourself, and all hell has broken loose, and you are just trying to do the best you can, and like you are like doing all you can to try and like overcome this threat, but also eventually you're gonna have to like it'll help you out a lot if you can fucking call in Alucard, you know? Well, maybe not yeah, like but- vampire hunters because that implies that you are good at hunting vampires. Or you have some experience with it. Maybe you're like night watch people or something. Sure, yeah, just like soldiers. Yeah, somebody who has like some experience fighting, but you're still totally. You're yeah. gonna get your ass ripped out. I like that a lot. Thinking about the night watch, I thought about you know that iconic stuff of like somebody ringing a bell to it to alert a town. I wonder if you putting the town on alert helps you, or like you have to like rescue other people and you get mm-hmm. points, and that's how you eventually get your hero. Is like, oh, I rescued fifty people. I rang the bell. And I did like a cross oh. over the well so that, that the well is holy water now. And now, you know, Alucard's going to show up. Well, that could also go into like what they do in Friday the 13th, where you'd call the police at some point mm-hmm. and ringing the bell might alert other towns near you where they, there might be an actual vampire hunter somewhere. But Dracula knows where the fuck you are when you ring that bell. Exactly. Yeah. It alerts somebody to show up on the map eventually. Like somebody could eventually spawn in as Alucard or a Belmont shows up and they're like the trump card that can actually try and help kill this thing more easily yeah but until then it's like they know where you are if you're ringing this bell and the more you ring it though the faster that person shows up yeah exactly and especially if you if your enemy is a character like the the huge bat that's the first boss in in in, in, uh, the first castlevania or if you're dracula or death all of all of which can fly um but if you are playing against Frankenstein, how you know that you might be dealing with Frankenstein is he doesn't show up immediately because he's he's fucking slow as hell. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, if you're playing as the monster, that's how you can fuck with people by not showing up to the bell quickly so that they think they're dealing with Frankenstein. But then it's Shazam, I'm Shaft. Can you dig it? This is, I think, unprecedented, Mick, that we have made two games that are good and yeah. are are minimally um, bad. I mean, the Rincon stuff doesn't necessarily work but i do like the the idea that you're really hold the fuck on sorry did did we just literally do a metroidvania episode (laughs) yes we did what the fuck we did that on accident (laughs) this is more metroidvania than metroidvanias are (laughs) oh my god motherfucker that rules that's the best thing that's ever happened in this whole podcast um and nate i like yeah i agree that like ring con isn't really a big piece of this which is why i think if joy count a ring con adventure can add a uh beat saber like mode to it why can't they add a horror game to it or like have a separate horror exactly. game? exactly here is my here's my pitch for the name though it's okay. it's either gonna be like castlevania heart rate or like castlevania get your blood pumping or something like that something like something that that mm. alludes to um the fitness aspect but also alludes to the fact that it's yes. vampires and the blood and all that kind of stuff so I was looking at like I'm I'm trying to think of like the typical Castlevania like quote naming scheme where you have a mm-hmm. musical thing and then a spooky word. 
So I was yeah. thinking like canon, like C-A-N-O-N, mm. because that is something that is like repeated, but like slightly improvised on and passed around and something like that. And that could work Ooh. with the fact that this game is kind of different every time you play it. Castlevania Blood Groove. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, or how about like Castlevania Ring of Sadness? <laughs> Ring of Sadness ain't bad. I just found out the Castlevania name generator. <laughs> no, I got it. I got one. I got one. Castlevania Wheel of Dreariness. Wheel of Dreariness is very good. I like that. Um, because you're using the ring con. I like that a lot. Ooh, ooh. Do you know what wheels and music are? You can have a round in both. <gasps> ooh. So this is Castlevania Round of Blood. <laughs> uh, maybe it's Castlevania, like... Blood in the Round. Blood in the Round ain't bad. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm going to just, like, tap out at Blood Castlevania Blood in the Round. Because mm-hmm. it's round, you got the ring yeah, con. And you, yeah, But, yeah. like, you can pass... Oh, yes, good. And you can... This is a game that you're going to be able to keep playing for a long time with your friends. Fuck. Uh, we got to have Nano on more often because we just made good games yeah, this time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Nano. Telling you, this is my secret talent. Where it's like, <laughs> coming up with, like, random great stuff on the fly. This is yeah, fucking I know. great. I know. We, we, like, I would say maybe one out of three times we make a, a good game and are drilling down and like, well, if the if you're this character and the mechanics are like this, then maybe this happens. Ooh, cool, good idea. But sometimes it's just like... Wario is fat, huh? <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> like that's the whole show. <laughs> Fucking hell. And that's going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words to us by tweeting us at, at the NES pod or posting in our Discord, the link of which is in the description. Cam, what have we got? Uh, this week, we have installed the following to the machine. Uh, all three of them are actually new IPs, which is fun. Uh, so we have the IP NFL Blitz by at MCDJMC, uh, the IP Mario Paint by at MySwagga91, and the IP CoolSpot by at Quantum Arbiter. Uh, this brings our potential game total to 40,749,000 games. We finally broke 40 million. And there's a, it's a round number. We have three zeros at the end this time. So yeah, Mick, thank you so much for guesting. Where can people hear slash see more of you? So I am a writer for myxboxandme.com, and I also stream every, right now it's every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at twitch.tv slash antibiologist at about 7.30, 8-ish Eastern time every, or those evenings. I, I mentioned that you were a virtual uh, Disney tour guide. Do you want to explain yes. that sort of stream that you did? So it was, it was already last weekend. It was last Ooh, weekend. Time's a flat circle. By the time this comes out, it's going to be like three calendar years ago, but yeah. Uh, in April, I did a stream where I streamed Disneyland Adventures, where which is a was a Kinect game at first, but then they made it so you can just play with a controller. And it was on Xbox Game Pass. And it's a very great recreation of like 2011, 2012 Disneyland, where it's like every ride is exactly where you think it is, but they have like special Disney characters there. And instead of the rides, like we're going on the rides, it's stupid dumb mini games that kind of like tell a very odd slash similar story to what the ride is trying to tell you but again it's very dumb and annoying mini games that were made for the connect so instead <laughs> of playing those dumb mini games i actually showed off on ride point of view videos for everything and i had tim gettys belinda garcia Alyssa, and josh silverman on who are all huge Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just chatted Disney for three hours and had special showings. I gave away some pins. That is a really, really honestly super cool idea. Like I know Nate and I both are not Disney fans, but you you told us about this and we're like, this is kind of the coolest shit we've heard in a while. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like wholesome GTA. Totally. <laughs> <can> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it was like the chat team will really love it too, where they were all chatting their favorite Disney memories as well. That's telling awesome. Telling us like what their favorite stuff is if they haven't been to it, thought, Oh, this is cool. I never really thought that these rides were different because we actually talk, also talked about how rides were different from Disneyland, Disney Worlds. And one final note is it's going to be up on the Kind of Funny Games YouTube channel on April 27th. So Sweet. if you're awesome. So if you're listening to this podcast, go watch it. The one benefit of a giant megalithic corporation is that pretty much everybody has their own, you know, unique experience with it. And so totally. it's 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 one of those things that everybody can talk about the MCU or, you know, Disney parks or whatever, because yeah. literally we all know it. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. You'll, it's very hard to find somebody who doesn't like everything that Disney makes. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody likes at least something. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want to be a part of a rad little community, check out our Discord. The link is in the description. Uh, we'd also really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on, and please do consider leaving a five-star review because it really actually does help us out. I can be found at at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamdyMan. <laughs> and, <the laughs> and this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, don't talk about the internet. Your grandpa doesn't understand. <laughs> I'm your dad. <laughs>